0: And so, with the cup held high, the leave Croke Park, All Ireland football
1: champion for
0: 1949. All oh, beautiful me. You got all that I need.
2: <laughs> Dimpsey hits Darren fair Anthony Finity comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Column Coyle hit Infinity. Hello, listeners, and you're very welcome to another edition of your We Are Me podcast with Jamie Risman and Mickey Brennan. A lot to get through on this week's episode. We have hurling results. We have the LGFA uh, club championship results. Uh, we have a couple of interviews that we want to throw in there as well. And we've got updates as well from the Jerry Riley tournament. It's halftime at the moment as we're recording the podcast in the Jerry Riley tournament. Loud leading 2 7 to Meads 1 6. So a four point game there over in. Uh, Millbrook Davy, um, you know, this I was talking to a man from loud during the week, and uh, apparently, this is a, a little golden generation of footballers that loud have come across.
0: Yeah, apparently, so, and I think the half time score would uh, would further emphasize that. Uh, I was, gonna, I was gonna say it's great to see, but it's, it's not, <laughs> um, really. But um, I suppose good to see loud being competitive again with Mead, you'd have to say maybe. Um, which will bode well for future rivalries, hopefully, in Leinster. But fingers crossed, mead by the time we sign off on this podcast, Mickey, we'll have turned it around in the second half and maybe yeah. get a victory.
2: <laughs> We're going to be giving the score in real time on the podcast, yeah. so um, we'll keep an eye on that one. And uh, on our Loyal Royals podcast this week, you're going to have a senior championship review uh, of the senior Hurling championship review and our two featured games from the weekend, are Kiltail versus Nafina and Kilmesan. Versus Longwood. Um, um, we will also have our various Steel Senior Championship preview for round two. In the Mead Farm Group uh, Intermediate Championship, will be previewing that. It's round two, three, four, five, depending on what group you're in. And uh, also, uh, we'll be previewing the Ballerisk Bar uh, Junior A and Junior B Championships as well this week. So uh, do. Tune in to our Lion Royals podcast for those. But, uh, Davey, we're going to start with the hurling results from the weekend. And um, if you want to run through.
0: Yeah, starting on Friday night, Mickey, from the Ted Murtha Clothing and Footwear Senior Hurling Championship in Group A. One game uh, in Group A on Friday night, and it was Kildaki who, seen off a very resolute and resurgent St. Peter's Dumboyne side, had finished Kildalki 4-14, St. Peter's Dumboyne 2-12, but Kildalki needed, I think, a goal and a point in injury time to get themselves over the line. It was almost a shock victory for Dumboyne, but uh, Kildaki remained on course. In Group B, there was also one game on Friday night, and uh, Blackhall Gales continued their excellent recent run. They beat Kaline three sixteen to one sixteen, so uh, uh, definitely a bit of an upset there. But it's three on the bounce now for Blackhall Gales, and they're looking good for a place in the quarterfinals. There was one game played in the intermediate Group B on Friday night as well, and Trim uh, played Kilmessen, and it was a one point victory for Kilmessen, making two seventeen to Kilmessen. Three thirteen to trim, so that's twenty three points to twenty two, so a one point victory for Kilmessan. Looked like an exciting game as well. There was a a walkover win for Drumree in the Junior Two Hurling Championship over Rathot on Friday night, and then moving on into Saturday, there was um one game in Group B. Clanagail defeated Boardsmill five twenty one to Boardsmill's two eleven, so a landslide victory for Clanagail, who are going well at the moment. Into Group A of the Intermediate Championship, Kildalki beats Dundry. That's Kildalki's second string. So, completely a good weekend for them. 21 to 12 in favour of Kildalki. Uh, Wolf Tones and Ratmeline was also on Saturday. And it was Ratmeline who outscored Wolf Tones 21 points to 3 7. So, good victory for the Ratmeline men who are going well. And one other game in the Intermediate Group A. And it was a four point victory for Drumree over Navanamatnies. It finished Drumree 17 points, Navanamatnies 13 points. In group B, Kilskir Moila had a very good and impressive victory over dunham Ashburn 414 to 312. Into the junior hurling championship, group A, Kiltail had a narrow victory over St. Peter's Dunboyne, 215 to 19 points. And essentially they've got a place in the final, I believe. And then on into Sunday, starting in group B of the senior hurling championship, uh Kilmesson had a great seven-point victory over Longwood and Trim. 2.15 to Kilmesson, 14 points to Longwood. Into Group A then, and uh, Trim had a mighty win over Ratoth in park Talton, 4.13 to Trim, 18 points to Ratoth. Trim played uh, about 50 minutes of that game with 13 men. Um, Ratoth played most of it with 14 men, so there was three red cards in the first 15 or 20 minutes of that game. But Trim, um, despite being numerically disadvantaged to seen offer and that's a big victory for them kill also recorded a big victory and made it four on the spin over uh lafina 118 to 115 it finished there in park Talton. Gill Colin kill recorded a six-point victory over a tote 14 points to eight and that's all from the weekend
2: okay well, david when we look at the senior hurling championship we'll have a look at group b at the moment and um, just after those results Clonagale and Blackhall Gales have six points from their three, f- from their four games. So they have three wins each there, uh, sitting nicely at the top. Kalyan have five points. They've got two wins and a, a, a draw and a loss from their four games. And then it's Kilmessen on four points, Boardsmill on two, Longwood on one, Davey. And, um, you know, Clonagale really flying it there at the moment, um, as well as Blackhall Gales. looking at the Group A of the senior Um, Kiltail, as you said, um, unbeaten four from four. Trim, uh, the only blotch on theirs is the the draw that they had um, uh, earlier um, in in the championship. And then Kildalki are on four points, Rotota on three, Nafina on two, and St. Peter's Dunboyne on zero. I suppose the big game there probably Davy will be uh, Nafina and Rotota. I don't think that they've met yet. I think they have. I think well, they, they,
0: they drew, I think, yeah, early in the championship. So Nafina have to play some Peter Stumbain and I think Rotot, I'm just trying to think who Reto have to play, but uh, it's likely, it's in Rotot's hands, obviously. If they win their last game, they'll be, you know, into a quarterfinal um, and Nafina would need uh, results to go their way. But you'd have to say probably Nafina have the, the more favourable fixture. So it's it's certainly... Just a bit of work for Rataut to do, basically.
2: Yeah, Kildaki and told Trim, Kiltail and Nafina and St Peter's Dumbine in the last round of that. But um, yeah, it's all to play for still there at the moment. And that championship will hot up now once it gets into the um, knockout stages.
4: Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, Contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised Automower dealer, on 046 955 1910, or in store in Clonard County Meath.
0: Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County
2: Davy, Davey, um, just checking the score in uh millbrook it's still the same two seven to one six they haven't come out from half time yet but uh, as we said we'll give you a uh, uh, live updates on that one Um <laughs> you'll know the result by the time you're listening to the podcast anyway <laughs> um Davey the ladies uh cup championship uh threw in this week as well and having had a massive massive year with the count the ladies team uh, the county team and a number of players gone across the water to uh, Australia to play, um, the comp or the, to play the Australian rules. And um, the championship might be a little bit different this year. Might be a foregone conclusion.
0: No, absolutely not. I think uh, Don and Royal Gael seem to be a, a very <laughs> a decent side, and uh, certainly from the results over the the week, it looks as if they could be the biggest contenders to Dumoine's crown. Um, but Dumboyan still you know, just about did enough but they, they certainly won't have things all their own way Mickey obviously with Vicky away as well
2: Yeah absolutely well Davey we'll take it in turns I'll go with the Junior E um, and run through the results from the ladies Junior E Championship um, Longwood 110 St. Dalton's 3-6 a great victory there for uh, the, the St. Dalton's girls Davey you'd know a few of the players on that team um, Slane three summer hill 111 and waterstown 12 goals and 20 points to castletown's two points Um, a little bit one-sided in that one
0: yeah i think Castletown and have only just formed and uh you know it's great to see i suppose them them. but it's going to be difficult obviously waterstown to be strong and they have a big pick that'll be their second team same with ulton's um had a sister playing for both teams uh one for the first one for the second Um, the one playing for the second she's back after a two or three year break so great to see her back and great win for them as well They it was a side that featured plenty of senior pedigree shauna bennett of course uh back playing she played for the second team and played very well in the middle of the park so she'll certainly be an option going forward for the first team
2: yeah absolutely davy we'll move on now to the junior d i'll just give a quick update uh, me they've got a point back it is two seven to one seven so three points between uh Meade and loud at the minute cheers
1: jeff <laughs> into into
2: the, yeah. what? Is a penalty? <laughs> yeah. what? Was it sent off? What?
0: <laughs> into Junior D then, and Group One, uh, Bechtov had a victory over Oldcastle, four uh, eight to two eleven, and in the other game, Nafina had a comfortable enough victory over 2 two fourteen to three goals and two points. Into Group Two, um, there was. A big victory for Screen. a uh, very high scoring encounter against 5 5'11 to 4'10. It finished in that one.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm just gonna click on that. Uh so moving on up then, Davy. We're gonna move into the Junior C championship. And uh matches from group one, Drumbara emmets one seven, St. Column Kills to six, a two-point victory there for St. Column Kills, and then Dunimar Ashburn won five. Boards Mill, 5 goals and 15, that one from Group 2, Davey.
0: Yeah, absolutely. On into the Junior B Championship now, Mickey, starting in Group 1, and Kilbride going from strength to strength, really, at everything they're doing at the moment. Uh, they had a great victory over Wolf Tones, four twelve to one ten. 10 at finishing that one, and Trim had an absolute monumental victory over Centralstown, 11 goals and 22 points to Centralstown's 4 points, that is, of course, Centralstown's second string. And in Group Two Gail Column Kill had a victory over Blackhall Gales. five goals and seven points to one eleven. It finished in that game, and St Peter's Dunboyne had a fast style victory over Clonard as well, three fifteen to four points. It finished in that
2: one. Yeah, we're going to move on up now to the Junior A Championship, and uh, from Group One it was to Leit nine points, St Dalton's two goals and ten, Moila, one goal and five, Waters nine goals and nine points, Waters just racking up the big scores uh, this weekend in their ladies' football. Uh, from Group 2, it was Dunjockham Royal Gales, one goal and three. St. Pat's, two goals and 11. And uh, Minalvi one goal and 24. Dunsany, five points. Davey, you're St. Dalton's first team, um, putting up another uh, seven-point win over to Leake team.
0: Yeah, very impressive showing. Of course, the Lake Values side who included two uh, mead senior footballers in the former Monica McGurk and Orla Byrne. Um, Monica McGurk, interestingly, playing fullback in this game. So we're so used to seeing her in goals, but played fullback for our club. And um, but great victory for the Ultons. I I know Sam Yorrs in there this year, doing a great job, and they they're back. Be, you know competitive, and with players back, you'd have to say they'll be there or thereabouts. Um, for that for that junior A, hopefully. Yeah, we'll move on to the intermediate. David. Yeah, Starting in group one, Mickey and uh, screen just continue on their merry way 3 7 to 11 point victors over uh, recently relegated Nafina and Summerhill. Also, had a huge w- win over last year's beaten finest, I think, D Rangers. Uh, 4 to 3 7. So, great victory for Summerhill in that one. Into group two, there was a, a low scoring stalemate between St Michael's and Gales, seven points apiece. I think St. Michael's rescuing it late in the day in that one. And uh, in the other game, Column Kills, St. Column Kills, had a victory over Ratote, I think. 3 9
2: to (laughs) 4 goals and
0: 5 points. So, uh, one point victory. Quick maths maths
2: in my head. But uh, yeah, good victory for Column Kills there. Yeah, 18 points to 17 in favour of St. Column Kills there against Ratote. And we'll move on to the senior, Davey. I'll do. Poland you could take over for group two. Navan Matleys, four goals and eleven. Oldcastle, two goals and twelve. What a rise it's been for Navan Matleys. Uh St. Peters Dunboyne without the um I suppose the services of Vicky Wall. Um six goals and seven to Boards Mills, four goals and ten. And that is twenty-five points to twenty-two, a three-point victory for St. Peters Dunboyne, Davy.
0: Yeah, huge, huge victory. Big effort though from Boards Mill, almost got something off the, um, the Mead and the Leinster champions of course from last year St Peter's Dumbine so they'll take plenty of heart from that Dumbine I know they have work to do but crucially getting the victory um, big win for Nabnamatny's as well Mickey that will yeah. go down as a bit of an upset too even though they've been on an upward Otherwise. trajectory yeah yeah
2: yeah absolutely uh, J- Davey, just another update Loud have just got a goal it's 3-8 to one eight, so
0: it's a six. Okay, point game. that that's that's it
2: now. No more updates. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> unless I'll you, unless I'll we get the a positive, yeah. <laughs> I get to the final score. Unless, yeah, unless we get three goals
0: Uh we'll finish with group two in the senior championship and uh then Shockland Royal Gales putting out a statement of intent with a 315 to 11 victory over Central Sound, who included former St. Dalton's player uh, Katie O'Brien. I think she kicked mm-hmm. five points for our new club, so uh, interesting there, but it wasn't enough to trouble. The rampant Royal Gales. And in the other game, your own Simon Gales, Mickey, had a great victory um against Dunham or Ashburn, two seven to one seven.
2: Yeah, a great win for uh the Simonston ladies. They've they've uh, you know, they've been firing over the last couple of years, and, and if I'm not mistaken, I do think that Jackie Shields is going to be coming back into the uh field of play or could have been back for Simonston last week. I know that there is talk that she was either coming back or will be coming back, which would be a huge addition to the Simonstown ladies, Davey.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think Kelsey Nesbitt was outstanding. She got a goal on five in the game. Uh, of course, there's no Regina Hand now. She's transferred to a, to That's a great. club in Dublin. So she, yeah. she would be a big loss. So um, Simonstown, obviously, you know, finding the mightiest touch thing. I do is back at the helm as well. He's had great success with them down through the years. And, and, um, I suppose that's a positive development to, to see him back on the sideline for Simonstown. So they'll definitely have a say, Mickey. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they really will. And uh I think the way it works isn't it the top two from each group go into the uh semi-finals and uh, bottom two in each group go into the relegation. So uh pretty much the same as the as the uh, senior championship in the men's TV. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I actually thought there was more
0: going through. I, I thought possibly three from the four went through oh, okay
2: I'm, I'm open to correction on that yeah well we'll, we'll, we'll have a look at that later uh, in the championship and come back to you we might even get somebody on from the ladies and uh, run through um the way the the format is this year and um, yeah best luck to all the girls when they play in round two of their uh, respective championships which will be coming up in the next week or two and um, do check it out and, and get out to your local club and support these girls and um, and yeah keep 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 that train moving you know because we ladies football is at an all-time high
4: have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad well then at Husqvarna we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn instead kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible and if that isn't your cup of tea control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955-1910 or in store in clonard county mead
0: hi kevin Coyne here from pr Coyne and sons if you need any more information on the ottomore feel free to call into us here in clonard county
2: mead Davey, we'll move on and um uh i suppose last week we uh we had the football championship and uh, towards the end of last week we, we announced our Kiko Sports.ie team of the week and of course we had our Blackwater in player of the week who was Sean Mead from Nobber for his performance um, in their uh, massive victory over Dunry. and then we had our top scorer of the week which was Podge McKeever from Simonson um, after their loss against Rathhout but um, David the, the two lads, Sean Mead what a performance for 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 Sean against uh, uh, Dundry and deserving of the Blackwater End Player of the Week.
0: Yeah, very much so, Mickey. Led by example, I suppose it was a bit of an upset victory as well, and uh, he was to the fore really in that um, fantastic performance. Finished up at one seven, everything went through him, and uh, yeah, brilliant from from him. He's got that count, he's got that uh, he's got that class, and you know, um, silky smooth style in abundance. And you know, fingers crossed he can push on and maybe even. Get a place on the county team for next year
2: yeah absolutely it'd be great to see him uh push it on absolutely and um, davy our top score of the week came from the silenstein that hout hurling match and um, and podge cricket, uh, match. <laughs> cricket match yeah podge mckeever ended up with two eight what a performance from the man
0: yeah absolutely and and you know what's such a um lovely modest fella do you know what i mean and and very down to earth and he's still got all that class and abundance really he's he's been doing it for years uh on a consistent level for simon and obviously he's had a few injuries to contend with recently but uh great to see him back to his best and that's that's going to bode well for simon's like they, they have a huge game next weekend against Gale column kill uh essentially must win for them really and and it, to have podge in that sort of form if they can get one or two more up to that They'll, they'll certainly give Killcallum Kill problems, but when you have him in your ranks, I suppose you always have a chance, don't you?
2: Yeah, no, no. no you said it, um, especially a, a, a an on fire Podge McKeever. We do have an interview from the lads. We'll go to that in a minute. I just want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors, uh, the Blackwater Inn, uh, George and Patricia Plunkett in Kells. And um, fabulous to have them on board, and and their continued support is is much appreciated. And we we would like to again. Uh, Push, push, uh, custom their way, um, and say to anybody who is in the Kells area for a match, uh, in Grange Garden or in Park Column Kill, or even just visiting the town of Kells for a night out or whatever, get into the Blackwater Inn and support our sponsors, and um, without them, we are not able to bring you all these, uh, I suppose, accolades, awards, and uh, an extra podcast that we do. Um, and the, the commentaries as well um, uh, on our um, Patreon and Mixer or uh, services. And again, for we want to give a mention to kikosports.ie. If you're looking for exceptional team or leisure wear for your sports club, society or business, then look no further than Kiko Sports uh, with a wide range of customizable apparel uh, to keep your players, members or employees looking sharp. Kiko has you covered. For more details, please contact info at sports.ie or visit www.kikosports.ie or go and find them on Twitter. Now I know they don't use Twitter as much as uh, would we'll say the old people like I I do, and um, but it's kiko underscore sports and um, at kiko underscore sports on um, on the Twitter machine as well, Davy. So, um, Davy, as we said, you caught up with our Blackwater Inn player of the week and our Blackwater In top scorer of the week. Podge McKeever and Sean Mead, respectively, and uh, we'll go to that interview just
0: now. Delighted to be joined by Blackwater Inn Player of the Week, Mr. Sean Mead, and Top Scorer of the Week, Podge McKeever. Sean, uh, we'll come to you first. Congratulations, I suppose. Congratulations on the win too—a a huge victory over Dundry, a fancy Dundry—and he's ripped up the farm, guy,
5: really. Yeah, we did. I think the boys were saying afterwards that it was our first win in the opening round since 2015, so oh. uh, it's a big one, yeah. Uh, Good to get to two points and sure I suppose the way the four team group has now the last couple of years doesn't matter whether you get like still all player for the next round. So looking forward to it now, the weather like this. Absolutely. Bring yeah,
0: yeah there was I suppose it, it's taken you a while, new manager coming in with Paddy Bates. There was signs of life towards the end of the league and you were kind of probably targeting championship really. You know, league was just a, a formality getting your stuff your your things in order, but turned up with a with a great performance in round one.
5: Yeah, the way it is with us, like when we're down a few bodies in the league, you miss lads here and there. Um, the form got like, if you're down a few, you could get a shock result, but come championship, we're usually confident putting in a display when we have everyone back, and that's what we did, thankfully.
0: Podge, likewise, I suppose, um, you didn't do enough to get the result, but you'd be very heartened with the performance overall against a really good Ritoth side. Battled hard, at times it looked like Ritoth were going to pull away, and you got right back to them, so... There's plenty of positives for you to pick, I suppose, ahead of uh, a big game against Gael Colin the next day.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, we met a Roto team that uh, on the day were uh, exceptional. It was just, uh, as, you, as you said, there's definitely plenty of positives for us to take away into the next game. So um, back into training, work, working uh, on things, which uh, we do have plenty of things we need to work on from the game. Um, but yeah, look, looking forward to the next round.
0: Bit of a bizarre game, I think, by Bad, all accounts. Yeah. Um, you finished up with 2-8. Was it one of those games where you come off the, the pitch and didn't maybe realise what you were after scoring and it was only when you looked back that you realised you got 2-8 and you have seen the end scoreline overall?
1: Yeah, I, I actually I wasn't sure uh, what it was in the end because you're kind of always looking at the scoreboard, looking how far you are behind them and, tr- and trying to get that score back. Uh, that, that's the main one that counts at the end of the day. So... Um, yeah, on a personal level, yeah, it's always nice to kind of put up them scores, but I suppose the main thing was to try to get the, the points, which unfortunately we didn't, so uh, yeah, we'll just move on to the next day now.
0: Absolutely, Sean, for yourselves as well, a huge game next day out against Longwood, another side who had a little bit of an upset victory, essentially it's going to be winner goes through with a game to spare, so there's a huge carrot in front of both of these really.
5: Yeah, uh, it's great games coming quick and fast, and crunch crunch tie, really, uh, get the two points were true, and... Can kind of put in a hard block of training, and then afterwards leaves you in a good position. If you do get to win, so I'll play for.
0: Can I ask you about about your own game? And and I suppose when you have won the intermediate, you had Brian one side and Jordy the other side. Nowadays, you're you're nearly I won't say the sole ranger in there, but you're the main man. But you seem to really relish that when the bigger the game or the bigger the occasion, the better you tend to perform.
5: Yeah, well, on the flip side of that, I would not say I'm a lone ranger. Just. Yeah, There's plenty of boys there to soldier with, the boys put in a good shift, and you only win accolades like this when your team do get a win, and obviously it's a 15-man team, so, uh, yeah, it's team effort, like, we're we're all putting in a shift, and it's, there's a lot more people around there putting in good displays. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You won't want me to remind you, but you might remember the performance he gave against you a couple of years ago um, in Castletown, Um so he's got that in
1: the locker. I tried to, I, I tried to forget about that uh, <laughs> that game, but thanks for bringing that back up. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah no, I know, yeah, no, I know. Ah, yeah, I know. Jizzy yeah. that day himself and Jordy uh, were uh, did an unbelievable uh, to shot the lights out really. Um, so we know we know what Mead was capable of. Mm.
0: There's a few questions I have to ask. you both yourself first? There's a new Mead manager, Colin O'Rourke. You've you've been in schoolings and some is that something that you'd you'd op- you'd be open to or you'd welcome if, if the opportunity presented itself?
5: Well yeah, I would. I suppose anyone. Well, at my age like uh and you're ambitious, it'd go in if I got a call, yeah. Interesting. Podge,
0: you've been there. Um he's currently your club manager. Um, you're you're probably a couple of years on, but is it something that you'd like to go back, maybe a little bit of unfinished business?
1: Oh I think I think we'll leave it to the likes of me though there. Um <laughs> You, you, I think trying to bring on youth at this stage uh be the main the main objective. And it's it's business as usual in Simon's Town. We'll call him there, obviously. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's it all. Once we step into Simon's Town, it's, it's all about Simon's Town.
0: Yeah, very good.
1: George, we'll bring in
0: um, Blackwater in top scorer of the week and, and player of the week. Two master craftsmen with their respective
3: clubs and playing some great football at the moment. Unbelievable. 2-8 um, is a massive score. Fair play to him. Um, not overly surprised, Um, as you all know. I would be watching a good bit of football, even apart from my own team. I'd I'd try and get a certain amount of games, and I certainly would have saw Podge a few times. And um, if I'm not mistaken, did you get man of the match in the senior final? Uh, That's okay. You you were my man of the match anyway. So even (laughs) even if you (laughs) didn't get it, you know, so he can do it. He's done. He's done very well when he was in there with me as well. Um, and I would have saw uh, this man here in two consecutive games a couple of years ago in the the semi-final against uh, Castleton, was it extra time, go to extra time? Yeah. And in the final I was at, I was at both of those games, I tend to maybe get the games mm-hmm. later on in the year when, mm-hmm. you know, the other stuff is out of the way and very, very impressive, great pace, you know, great pace running at you, so they're two good players and mm-hmm. delighted to have them in here, and delighted to meet them and Wish onwards and upward for them And I wish them all the best of luck In, in the rest of the Championship
0: You're nearly after ruling Sean Mead out At the next round with that sign It nearly came and brained him there A couple of minutes ago
3: <laughs> I not sure. No more than Sean The sign did what it had to do For as long as it had to do it So lucky enough Yeah, yeah to Longwood to, will be it. hitting harder
5: Than that <laughs> <time of day. laughs>
0: Yeah absolutely That's uh, just a word for, for George I suppose what he's offering It's great
5: for the club player Isn't it really To, to get these chances and accolades I suppose Sean yeah, fantastic and great great the publicity that it brings around the club championship and a bit of buzz around the place. It's a great couple of weeks when it gets up and running and thanks George for
1: You're welcome.
5: for the award and Davy.
1: You're welcome. Yeah, Yes, I'm very appreciative of it and uh it's uh it's great for the club scene to get a bit of exposure as well and uh yeah, to be to be rewarded but when when you do play well. It's always a nice thing, so uh no, thank thanks very much. Thanks, lads. Well done.
2: Davey, uh, the two lads with unbelievable performances um, and different fortunes at the end of the day as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think Podge was too happy about me reminding him of, of what Sean Meade did against Simonson as well a few years ago. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant to, to, to see them there and catch up with them. Interesting to hear Sean's thoughts on a potential call-up as well to the to the Meade senior football team. Uh, that he'd be completely open to it. Podge was a little bit more coy on it. He he kind of played it down as a touch and said we will leave it to, to the likes of Sean and that. But you, you just never know. Um, but they're both enjoying their football clearly and uh, great to see two two terrific ambassadors for the respective clubs.
2: Yeah, really are um, two brilliant ambassadors, as you said, for the clubs. And hopefully, uh, Simon Stone's trajectory would be similar to uh, to to numbers. Um, from last week when they meet Kells next week, but we'll be doing all that on our uh, Patreon service at our Loyal Royals podcast. You'll hear the previews of those games and you'll hear our predictions. I think you know mine already. Um, TV, uh I'll just will I give you an update on the black or on the the match over in Millbrook? On um. yeah, um, they've got another goal. Um, <laughs> 4 8 plays 110, so it's a seven point game there now uh, over in Millbrook. And um, Davy, I suppose it's probably time now to go on to our lottos anyway.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Mickey. And we'll start with Kill Column Kills from last week. Um, Their numbers were 1, 2, 17, and 23. 12,000 euro of a jackpot wasn't won, but Bernie Murtha from Fordstown collects 150 euro because she was a match three winner. <laughs> The next one goes again with another 12,000. Uh, Quarter GFC, next in. 10,400 jackpot from last Friday night, not one. 3, 8, 27, and 31 were the numbers. 520 euro winners were Jimmy Farrell, Anthony Codd, Harry Keating, Kay Clark, and Paul and Ogie Smith. Uh, we go again with 10,500 next Friday night at cortenga.com forward slash lotto. Coming in next is Navidad Matneys, and their next draw takes place on the 16th of August, which is going to be Tuesday night. But the results from the 9th of August, which is last week, 2, 10, 23, and 28 were the numbers. No winner. Match three winners were Mary McCabe, Rose Gillespie, and Claudia Mangan. 15,000 are still last, and you can Google Club Spot Navidad Matneys or download their app to play it. The next one comes from Castletown. Uh, 3,800 euro for jackpot From the ninth Not one 1, 2, 17 and 22 Are the numbers Lucky dip winners Collected 30 euro each Were Deirdre Farley Jennifer Oaks, Ollie and Chloe Casti, Sonia Coffey And the four of us Whoever they are So congratulations To the four of you um, Well the four
2: of us Was a great band Back in the day In the 80s and 90s and Maybe the it's 80s. them Could have been them Yeah the four of us they're looking to try and get money in at the moment, must be some for, right? for the new
0: album for um, the big Actually, looked them up, yeah. Waterstown are next in 10,000 of a jackpot. There, I, I believe that I think that's capped at 10 grand as well. The numbers were 15, 18, 22, and 24. They had no jackpot winner, they had two match three winners who were Adrian Mitchell and Craig Ratchford. Next week's draw is now open and the jackpot is worth €10,000. You can play online via the Clubforce app or pick up an envelope in Martin Curran's Texaco garage on the Dublin Road. Manalvi, next in from the 8th of August, which is last Monday, 6-11, 20-26. No jackpot winner. Three €20 winners were Mick O'Shea, Mick Keneally and Gary Armstrong. They go again on Monday night with 2200 and you can play it at manalvigfc.ie or on the Clubforce app. Next one is from Dunshoklyn and Royal Gales. Their numbers from the 8th of August, 5, 7, 12, and 22. There was no jackpot winner. They had seven three winners who collected 30 or each. Aileen McHale, Anne Blake, Carol Commons, Robert Kennedy, Bernie Horre. Kathleen Rooney and Jim Cleary. They go again on Monday night, half eight live on Facebook. 2,000 of a jackpot with 200 to be added each week. You can play that one on Club Force. Not sure if we did it last week. Uh, Probably didn't, I'd say. It probably only came in after, so we'll give you minorities. From the 7th of August, which is last Sunday, 3,000 of a jackpot. The numbers were 1, 2, 17 and 23. There was no winner. Three match three winners getting 70 euro each were Gillian Carey, Charlie Riley and Patrick Casti. One special online prize of fifty euro goes to Andrew Lynch. And the next draw takes place on Tuesday, the sixteenth of August, which is Tuesday coming. Of course, they have the the trashing uh, today, so that's why it's probably not tonight. Three thousand two hundred to go in Manatee next time out. Yeah,
2: Um, and Davy, the Kilmaine and are they are they letting us know about their Lotto at all? no it's over it's over eighteen thousand euros so it is do you know what the, do you know what it is they don't want anybody else to win it so they don't they don't want anybody from outside the club or whatever to win it but i'm going to let everybody know get on to the social media there and um, find kilmain and woods uh, uh lotto and, and sign up for it. Eight, over 18,000, I think it could be 18,600 or something like that. Something ridiculous like that. The um, Stone Lotto is a massive 2,000 Euro and it will take place on Monday night. So get on to Smart Lotto or go to any of their social media pages and you'll get the link there. Stone Lotto did not take place this week for some reason and Jelly said he's gonna get back to me. And as for the four of us, Davy, I'm just gonna play this so I am. Um, I think everybody will know this. working in the band what a tune, what
0: if, a tune. If, if anybody listens to seamus and christie on lmfm the the morning chat show um that song usually plays every single week um and and it's a good way to start your morning i think listening to that it's a good yeah very no, a tune. yeah it's yeah,
2: absolutely brilliant yeah you want to listen to words of it as well it's a little bit funny as well um but what a tune what a tune jv um that's a lot was done um i will go back and get an update from that match if it's any better for for me um, it hasn't got any better for me We'll leave that till the very end then. Uh, Davey, Instagram interactive Are we any talking points this week?
0: We do yeah, they're still trickling in I suppose Because we, uh, we're obviously getting a few From the, the games we were at um, But we'll start with uh, Adam McDonnell Who uh, said His clubmate in Summerhill Ben Moran is out of school Two
2: years And has a big Debs this Tuesday <laughs> Ah, that's great. They were the best Debs, the ones that you got invited to uh, when you were out of school. Actually, I don't know what I'm on about. I only ever went to my own Debs. I was never invited to at all. Yeah.
4: Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad? Well, then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910, or in-store in Clonard County Meath.
0: Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Otmore, feel free to call into us here in Clenard County Meeting. Um next one comes in from Jaxie Regan and he said Franer winning Young Footballer of the Year. Um must be a slow news day because pretty sure that happened oh, what over a year ago. Um but no, <laughs> the, the the context for this is that um after their hurling win over the weekend, Gil Taylor went out for a few, and own friend had the award with him. Um, oh, okay. So it seems like he carries it around everywhere with him. But um, yeah, I suppose you would too if you were does, one. Young does he have it on
2: the chain around his neck, maybe, or something like that? No,
0: no, it's too big. It, it would literally weigh him down if he had it. It's a big trophy, like
2: you know the way these American rappers do wear clocks and stuff. <laughs> on a chain maybe that's what he's doing something like that davy uh just before you go on uh something that we did forget to mention was that saoirse bullfin is the next mead hurling manager davy after doing our hurling segment earlier on and it's uh great to see that there's a little bit of continuity still with last year's team with saoirse bullfin taking over
0: yeah it was it was well Touted, I suppose, that Sirsha would be it yeah. was the front runner, and and so it has proven. Uh, I think he was always keen to stay involved, which is great. Uh, you know, he's a big commute coming up from the from the south of the country, but loves it. Uh, the players like him. Uh, Stephen Clinch and Slough Riley, who were part of Nick Weir's um, panel as well as Sirsha are going to be staying, which, as you say, brings continuity. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good it's a good move. Um, Again, great, great credit to Nick. You know, I think he he deserves um, deserves a mention, and I think he was happy for the fellas to kind of go again. You know, under a new regime, and I think that speaks volume really about the type of person that Nick Weir is as well. But um, look, it's a big job, and I think Sirs is probably the right fit for it at this at this point in time. Mickey um, need to get they need to get their best players put forward to, to, to play inter county hurling. Um, is that going to
2: happen though, Davy? That's another thing, Mike.
0: Yeah, well, well, that's that's what Siirsha has to really try and try and do because me, they're going to be starting obviously in Christy Ring and it's a chance to build and, and get a new bit of a new feel to the squad. Um, I'm sure he was out looking at plenty of hurling over the weekend, and uh, he's he's probably in the top five coaches in the country. Like yeah. he, he's obviously worked and won All Irelands with Davy Fitz, and um, I just think now it's it's kind of now or never for for me in many respects because you've got to a huge high profile character and a great coach like Saoirse coming in, the players, like I was talking to Kyle Donnelly, and I know we'll hear that on our Patreon podcast, and he had a great game. And I asked him out straight, you know, he says, oh, why, you know, why wouldn't, why wouldn't I go in if I was asked kind of things, you know? So I I don't think that'll be an issue. Um, And I think maybe the fact that they're starting from a lower base may attract more players that there isn't that fear possibly of, of getting, a couple of clippings along the way and, and me can be competitive at a grade in which they should be there thereabouts in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm sure it'll be the perfect opportunity as well to blood some of those All Ireland winning uh, uh, minors and under twenties from the last couple of years. So um yeah I think uh, we want to wish Sir Bolfin and his management team uh, Stephen Clinch and David Riley, uh, the very best look, and of course their new um and coach Kieran Keogh as well. Davy, continuing on with our um, uh, Instagram interactive. Sorry, I just I forgot to mention Sergio Balfan.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, Fionn Morris is next in, and he said relegation favourites Kells out of the group with one game to spare.
2: Oh, who had them down as relegation favourites? Oh, I don't, think, I don't think it was us. No, I don't think it was us. Yeah, uh, well. And can 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 he be more specific and let us know who it was so that we can maybe uh, maybe
0: they had themselves down as relegation favourites, you know, and yeah, po- yeah. possibly they're after surprising themselves. But no, they've they've done it outstandingly well. They've a lot of um probably footballers who are, seem to be committing as well to the hurling this year, which is good to see. Um, and they had a great six point victory in headquarters over a tote with. Uh, Gary McGovern between the sticks. He didn't have to produce any last minute heroics like Barry Farley, his <clears throat> counterpart with the football, did last week. But a uh, six point victory, clean sheet for yeah. Gary McGovern. He'll be absolutely thrilled at that.
2: Yeah, he will. And you had to mention the word, didn't you? There's been enough uh, abuse on uh, on the Twitter machine from the Kells people. The Kells people need to get the video of Niall Flynn's performance uh, against Minati. And um, it was a one man showdown there. Um, at least Kells had a, a few other players uh, playing well uh, on the day when they when, when they beat Donovan and uh, Neil Flynn, no, still, still number one, still number one. Close I mean, second. I, ta- I was talking Baron. to
0: a few people on, on Sunday evening over in Trim at the Kilmessen game and they were giving out stink that, not because he... Not because he wasn't worthy of it, but because we put him in, and I, I was saying like why, and they were saying, well, his head is big enough as it is; it he didn't need this really to add to it. But you know, you've gone and put him in, so yeah.
2: Yeah, they're they're gonna like there's there's bigger ramifications, I suppose, uh, to the Kiko Sports Team of the Week than just being picked on it, and um, there's the fallout for players that have to deal with uh, the players that are picked for it.
0: <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, Jack Walsh is in next and he said csk sophia's brown envelope for the referee versus pats last Thursday night.
2: oh i didn't see i didn't see that game but i know that uh, pats lost 2-0 wasn't it or
0: yeah 2-0 they, they i actually did see it and i thought they were harshly done as well um so csk got a penalty with about five or six minutes to go and the penalty looked a bit soft but there was a definite foul in the lead up to sorry, there was an apparent foul um by a Pats player, which was no more a foul than anything. And the, the penalty came came from that. Um disappointing for Pats to put themselves in such a good position after the first leg, but couldn't see the job out in Tala. Yeah,
2: yeah, disappointing, but uh, um Sligo are true, aren't they? So Shaman Rovers, no, Rovers are true. Sligo got beaten as well. So um, yeah, Pat were robbed. Anyways, move well, I'm surprised none of the Kells lads have been on about the soccer, and um, so um, weren't they, they, they weren't on about the soccer. Have they been on about the soccer yet? I mean, the Kells boys. Oh,
0: no. their big comeback, yeah, against yeah, OMP. Yeah, I yeah, OMP. OMP. I heard loads about this actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You didn't hear it on Instagram, no? No, no. But well, then we leave um, it out then.
0: Like, that's okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, four all have finished though. Yeah. Um, from them being four-one down, and that. will one, one down. Any more of it?
2: Four-one down. What, three, four minutes ago? No, time to go. And they drew four all. A couple of stunning strikes now, it has to be said. Their their one to get them to 4-2 was a strike from outside the box on the left-hand side near the sideline. And he caught on the half volley. And he bent it like Beckham right around and into the far top corner. It hit the stanchion in the far top corner. It was a peach of a goal, I have to say. OMP scored a couple of nice goals as well. But uh, in fairness, uh, Kels came back at them and got the draw anyway in the end. Four all
0: everybody's happy well not really going to be, but you know um that, that's actually it from instagram mickey short and short and sweet this week
2: short and sweet this week um just to give you an update of seven points between the teams now 410 to one goal and 12 loud are down to 14 men so they are uh just trying to see 25 minutes of the second half are uh, gone so it does look like a foregone conclusion now at this stage four uh they've actually gone eight points up but for, down to 14 men and after kicking a point to go eight points up. So looks like uh, Jerry Riley tournament trophy will be heading over to uh, Loud. Uh, the Battle of the Boyne is going uh, the, the Loud man's direction, so it is. um, Divi, um so that's it then. No other uh, Instagram. I, I suppose with Championship next week, all the lads are being quiet this week. They don't want to give any ammunition to any of the other teams.
0: No, they'll come out in force, I'm sure, next Sunday evening. And... But yeah, that's that's it. To be fair, put it up fairly only in the last couple of hours. So didn't really give too many people much of a chance. But normally PS Tapes would come in when when he sees that we're a little bit stuck for Instagram Interactive, but he hasn't done so on this occasion.
2: Yeah, busy man over the weekend. Um, Davey, so just again to remind all of our listeners that uh, we have a whole host of uh, loyal, loyal podcasts going out this week. We have the Senior Hurling Championship Review uh, with the two feature games, Kiltail and Nafina, Clemesson and Longwood. We have interviews with Owen O'Leary, Kyle Donnelly and uh, Sean, Shane Brennan from Longwood. And then we have Dennis O'Shea and Jack Regan from Kiltail as well. Uh, we'll have the Ferrier Steel Senior Championship preview for next weekend. Um, we'll have the Mead Farm Group Intermediate preview as well for next weekend. And we'll have the Ballerysk Bar. And guest accommodation and um, preview for the junior a and the junior b championships taking place next week so look that's it from this episode of your uh, we are me podcast remember we are me toy